Alrighty, alrighty. It looks like I am recording, and um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start and kind of just see how this sound comes out, and also see if I still like my voice when I podcast. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so yeah. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. I'm back, I guess. I hope. It's crazy. It's crazy. Where have I been? Where in the world has Jerrica Johnson been? Not traveling. Not traveling all over the world. It's kind of weird um, that I haven't been traveling <clears throat> around the world. It's crazy that I haven't been podcasting. Um, I did a little cross-country trip this year in my car I'm gonna get to that um, tell you tell you some some stories about where I went and um, how how my trip was and what I thought about traveling the US um, it's it's crazy that this is kind of like my first episode back I wrote a whole episode that I wanted to do prior to my cross-country trip and never recorded it so here I am recording after it feels like a year of not doing this podcast um so I'm back and the the pandemic and the lack of travel obviously made doing this podcast very difficult and starting back is a whole other challenge in itself because like you know once you get off the horse you know they say it's hard to get back on it's hard to to stay there you get in kind of this routine of not having this thing in in your life so yeah it it was easy to let so many different factors like keep me off the horse you know and keep me away from podcasting the reality is that I love podcasting and that's why I started. I felt like it was a great medium for me to express myself and to connect with others. You know, doing this podcast episode uh, by myself right now, um, but this season I'm definitely going to do a good mix of just talking to myself, which, you know, I just normally do, might as well record it, um, and then also just bringing on some new amazing guests. So that's what I got coming for you all. This is going to be season four, Black Packing. Let's go. So I have not really been feeling traveling um, because of the pandemic and just everything, uh, you know, the past like year and a half, two years has been wild. I know some people have started traveling again. I have not. Uh, it's like, I'm just not ready. And I think, I think that's okay. But it's cool to see other people like, you know, getting out there again and going all over the world. It's, uh, you know, it's nice to see people kind of, um, you know, doing what they love and still exploring. So it's just been a big year. COVID's still present. Travel bans still kind of present, being lifted a little bit. Uh, vaccines came out. I don't know when I'm traveling again. Maybe I'll go to Mexico next year. That's that's kind of what I see. Maybe Mexico, maybe Puerto Rico, maybe Canada. 
staying staying pretty close staying pretty close though um but yeah so did this cross-country trip this year and i have this dog mishka he's actually scratching the rug as i'm recording right now he doesn't realize that i i can't even really i gotta wait till he finishes to <laughs> all right so i have this dog mishka um i'm sure you've heard him um bark in a couple episodes i'm sure he's he's snuck his way in just like he did this episode um but yeah he is great he's 11 i always told him that i would take him uh, around the world he can't really go around the world so i told him i would take him across the country so he could you know go to some national parks sniff out some new things maybe come across some some creatures he's never come across uh, just really like open his eyes because they always say like the way dogs learn is by sniffing so what better way than to get him just sniffing everything that this country has to offer the this might be oversharing um to the podcast people out there but i started seeing someone this past year her name is reem she's great um but when we first started kind of seeing each other like traveling was something we really connected on right off the bat and she's from the west coast you know the seattle area so it just kind of made sense for me to do a little bit of this cross-country trip with her and um seattle was on my list of places to go so what better way than to kind of like see that area through her eyes and then also get to test our relationship a little bit um and see how well we travel together and so she's a grad student in nashville tennessee so we kind of started the trip from there and from nashville you know we start making our way west and go through like st louis end up spending our first night in lincoln nebraska and after lincoln we continue to drive through the midwest and landed in the grand teton national park now to see the Tetons has been on the top of my list of places to visit in this country like ever since I laid my eyes on like a National Geographic magazine um, when I was younger like always boom Tetons in the middle of, <laughs> of the magazine I just was like one day I'm gonna go there and then you know I follow Nat Geo on Instagram and just every picture I would see of the Tetons like always blew me away so going there was definitely like motivation to just do it in this whole cross-country trip and I just like felt like I needed to see them <laughs> and like once I did lay my eyes on them it was just like oh my gosh like exactly what I imagined like every picture like lived up to what I was seeing just so 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 beautiful to see place like really exceeded my expectations and I just think those mountains are just so majestic in person than like a picture could ever capture and so my partner and I ended up camping there for two nights and uh, we were kind of by like the base of the Tetons, Tetons you could kind of see them um, but we were very very close uh, to them so that was really cool and a couple exciting things from just like going to see the Tetons. One, seeing the Tetons. Two, um, when we camped, I actually kind of started 
my first fire, my first couple fires both nights. I have like camped so many times, but anytime I've camped, I've always been with like multiple people that wanted to be the person to start the fire. So this was like my chance to like really shine and kind of like impress her. Like, look, I can start a fire. Look what I can do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this was like the first fire that I ever built and like kept alive like by myself so it was a nice like pat on the back thank you to all those people I've camped with in the past I learned a, I learned a lot <laughs> um so yeah that was like one exciting thing uh, now the second exciting thing a little bit more scary than exciting was that um during one of our hikes um we saw a bear Yes, a, a a grizzly, a grizzly bear, just about like halfway through our hike. Um, we, you know, hadn't seen anyone else on the trail and we just kind of like kept going. You know, we were starting to get like a little bit into like knee deep, like snow areas. Um, but we like, we were getting like knee deep in these snow areas, but we just kind of like kept going. And then, like, all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, just it was just like I saw something, like, move. And I look, and it's just this, like, golden grizzly bear just charging at us. And I, like, quickly whisper to her, like, hey, like, there's a bear. Um, you know, try, I, you know, remain pretty calm. Luckily, we did have bear spray. We did not have to use it. But at that point, we were both like, let's get out of here. Like, I've never... Uh, it was like beautiful, but it was scary. You know, I had Mishka with me, my little bear. And so I, you know, I couldn't continue on this hike. I couldn't put him in any more danger. This was like, you know, I've like never, I like thought, you know, I had seen stuff in the outdoors and I'm pretty outdoorsy. And I know like all these like tricks and like all these different things. And I can like spot different birds and trees and stuff. But like, being in Wyoming, that's a completely different type of outdoors than what I am used to than <laughs> from, like, my, like, kind of southern um, outdoors experience of, like, you know, being in Appalachia. So that was uh, a new test and was um, exciting, yeah, <laughs> thrilling, if you will, and um, so just, like, beautiful, highly recommend going um, to the Tetons, and I highly recommend, like, carrying, uh, bear spray on you, and just being very, um, alert if you ever find yourself in that area. All right, after the Tetons, we drove up to Yellowstone National Park, uh, which is kind of, like, in Wyoming, kind of in Montana, and, yeah, so we went to this national park, um, saw all the geysers, watched Old Faithful blow, um, went to the Prismatic and Mammoth Springs. Like, I thought Yellowstone was cool. I know people hate on Yellowstone. They think it's, like, touristy, and it is, and it is. It's, like, the Disney World of the outdoors. But, like, if you're a science nerd like me, you're just, like, geeking about all these, like, little fun facts that no one's ever told you about Yellowstone. And I just feel like there, there's a lot to learn about Graphic, the topography, the ecosystems that are living uh, in uh, Yellowstone. Like it's it's a really cool place. Also, highly recommend um, for for you all to check it out. 
and you know after the first day um, of us doing like a section of Yellowstone we ended up staying in this cute cabin in Montana and it ended up snowing from Yellowstone to the cabin the whole way and then the snow just kept getting like heavier it just kept getting grayer outside so that was an another like fun little adventure and relationship test um, and we finally made it to the the cabin it was cute it was like the ultimate like dreamy experience in this cabin in Montana in the middle of nowhere um, and then we ended up doing um, a little bit more of Yellowstone the next day it was it was perfect I 10 out of 10 recommend all right so then we left Montana we continue our drive west um, we ended up staying in this airstream with like this really cute uh, gay couple in Masabe I think I'm saying that right I could be saying that wrong um, it's like an hour outside of Seattle and they had like a really amazing uh, property they had a few acres and you know they had their main house and then they also had a school bus on the property and we ended up staying in like the airstream that they also had on the property but there was one thing on the property that I would say was I will never forget um, seeing this. <laughs> it was a pair of Mariah Carey's legs. Like, kind of imagine, like, six feet tall, just legs. Not even, like, the body. Just from the hip down, <laughs> mannequin style of Mariah Carey's legs. And it was just, like, this random thing that they... Apparently got from some Gillette event that Mariah Carey like went to and spoke at, and it was just like on their property. And I, I don't know, I just got a, a, a kick out of it. It was quite, it was quite funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, after we stayed on their dreamy property for the night, um, we headed to Seattle the next day. Now I ended up hanging out in Seattle for a week some of Reem's friends and family and they're cool you know good people very nice um Seattle me and Seattle didn't quite vibe though their vibe is like you know like I said like I'm I'm a southern girl like southern hospitality is all I know and in Seattle I don't even know if hospitality is like a thing I just felt like people were really guarded and like didn't really make eye contact and seem very friendly so I like didn't really like Seattle because of that pretty place Mount Rainier that's my girl like big place in my heart but like the vibe the vibe was off so anyways I <laughs> I will uh move on from Seattle because like you know I did all of the like touristy stuff and definitely got to have like a good time in Seattle like no shade after Seattle I drove down to Portland and stayed with my friend Alex and got to see my friend Jordan. Um, shout out to both of them. Um, this is my first time visiting Portland and they've been living there for like a little bit over a year now. So it was good to kind of get to see them like in a new environment where we knew each other before. And yeah, I liked Portland. It was exactly how I imagined it to be. Um, I was there for like a few days and yeah I really I really enjoyed Portland <laughs> I've heard like a lot of um you know kind of racist things about like Oregon and and Portland so but I didn't necessarily like 
I wasn't there long enough to like feel that I don't think um, but yeah I got to bike around Portland got to eat at some cool places you know I'd still kind of recommend that as like a chill city place for someone to go to and I would definitely go back so then after Portland I began to like drive south you know I drove further down Oregon into Northern California and that was just like such a beautiful drive such a beautiful drive granted I'm like it's like May when I took this trip like and just the trees everything was so so beautiful and pop into Northern California stop at the Redwoods I'm out by the coast it's like so beautiful um and the Redwoods were just like another like kind of big check off my list had always like seen pictures of people like hugging the trees and like just how big they were and I was like I gotta go there I gotta go there and it was really cool when I did go through the national park it was early in the morning the fog was really low and and then as I'm like you know hanging out more in there and the fog is kind of like breaking up you can really like start to see like the tops of like the canopies of the trees and it's just like whoa <laughs> um but yeah it was amazing um yeah so after the redwoods continue down south um stayed in san francisco the bay area a couple days love that area hope i get to live out there one day it's like definitely still one of my favorite parts of the country um i had been to san francisco when i was younger and just like loved it so it was nice to kind of like be back as an adult just like love the architecture there it's like such a fun place to photograph so yeah and then so just kind of hang out in California after San Fran I make my way down to LA um, LA was fine um, nothing like too remarkable I have to say about the city um, it was cool to like get to you know walk around and see like all the kind of touristy spots I kind of like being like feeling like a tourist in a, in a city sometimes like especially a big city it's like I do have to like do the touristy things <laughs> like when I was in Seattle like I had to go to Pike Place Market like I like I I don't know <laughs> it's just like the first time I go to a city it's like I want to do the touristy things and then the second time it's like I want to be a part of the local scene you know it's just like I have to check off those those touristy things first uh, but anyway so kind of just like kept the RV Airstream uh, thing going and stayed in an RV in someone's backyard in LA and that was really really cool <laughs> um, and I really liked the family I stayed with they were Peruvian and you know I got this I got to talk to them about my time in Peru and I was able to speak Spanish with the mother who didn't you know know a lot of English and y'all know I love speaking Spanish I like love being able um, to practice and uh, get better at speaking the language so it was nice you know I told them about my time in Peru and just ex shared that experience with them and it was just like very I don't know I don't know it was just it was nice because I'm like traveling I'm doing this this trip again and then I just get a little bit of like non-American culture thrown in there which I loved you know um, so even though 
I am like still in the United States just like being around that Peruvian family like made me feel like I was kind of like traveling overseas which was really really nice and it was just like a nice reminder about how like traveling and like learning about different cultures like brings people together and like connects people um, in that way so after staying in the RV I then go to another airstream um, outside of LA to see my friends Mark and Laura who are in this small town and this drive I had to take y'all was the craziest drive I've ever taken in my life I'll never do it again um, I drove on what's called the rim of the world highway and like the the fact that it's already named that tells you that it's scary like at least a little bit like maybe I didn't say it in a scary way but it's called the rim of the world highway um so it sounds like you're about to fall off and it is it's like a cliff um you're like driving on the ridge of the San Bernardino mountains and (laughs) it's just like the highway is just very very narrow and it's just like cliff on both sides like once y'all like while you're listening to this episode or like once you're done like I need y'all to look this up so you can see like how terrifying um this road is and how wild it is so yeah I stay with them for a couple days and then after California I you know I start making my way back to the east coast like you know back to the southeast and uh I you know drove through Arizona saw the Grand Canyons um, another huge motivator for my trip um, as, as you can tell like I really did like the U.S. like touristy things on my trip and I like wouldn't have done it any other way um, but yeah I, I love the Grand Canyons uh, it exceeded my expectations I didn't do the sunrise I'm, I definitely still have that on my um, bucket list is to um, camp at the, the Grand Canyons and watch the sunrise uh, that sounds amazing but yeah um it was hot it was like a hundred plus degrees um the canyons are like definitely breathtaking I just love seeing like huge things that the earth has done and created and the Grand Canyons is is one of them I would I would highly recommend going to visit the Grand Canyons and yeah so I spent a little time in Arizona then made my way over to New Mexico. The Southwest is like, like that deserty area. That's it's a whole different world. I mean, it seems like you're like on Mars a little bit, and then you got those sunsets at night, and like, oh, the, just the the brush of like the warm color wave that you see when the sun sets. Incredible. Highly recommend that y'all spend some time out in the southwest I would I would love to spend more time out there I'm not like a big fan of you know certain reptiles if you will that may be found out in the southwest region so I don't know if I'll ever live out there but um still just like such a beautiful place and yeah after I you know went to Santa Fe Albuquerque in New Mexico it was it was kind of like the end of my trip you know pretty much anything on eastern on like I had probably had already gone to multiple times Texas like I know Texas like the back of my hand you know I, I spent a lot of time there during my childhood so 
I'm just kind of headed back to the southeast and processing my entire trip and just like life um yeah but it was like good it was good once I like finally got back and I got back to Atlanta and I felt really amazing um kind of driving in to the city well once I could see the skyline kind of peeking throughout the the trees of the city I was just like Atlanta's not home for me but I felt like I had made a really good choice on where I decided to live. I was like, Atlanta is a beautiful city. After going through all these small towns to some of the biggest cities in the world, coming back to Atlanta felt really, really nice and just uh, uh, such a wholesome feeling. So my trip lasted for about six weeks. And like I said, I was happy to return and yeah, so I just want to do a podcast episode about that um, and just kind of share with y'all where I went and kind of, you know, my thought process and experiences there. Um, and yeah, it's just weird to be doing a, another podcast episode again. I really like it. I really have enjoyed <laughs> talking in this mic. And I think I need to stop thinking about like, oh, I need to travel here, 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 there, there, everywhere where I can do a podcast episode because maybe I feel like it's the opposite maybe me doing this episode is the start of me traveling again I don't know we'll see I feel like it's only the beginning maybe this break was was exactly what I needed I need to start (laughs) podcasting again really I need to remind myself why I love traveling because just like speaking and like telling the story and like reliving this whole cross-country trip for me like just brought me so much happiness and I mean that's why I started this podcast in the first place to talk about traveling and to get folks to travel and to meet other people that love traveling as much as me so this won't be the last that you hear of me and my wonderful adventures I appreciate everyone that continues to listen and support and share um, me talking about random things and random places that I go. So yeah, I appreciate you all. Um, If you're still out there, thank you. And until the next time, I'm out.